0: Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple, with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Platinum Sponsor Podium, Titanium Sponsor Mechanic Desk, and Diamond Sponsor Ventavir. Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the
1: Workshop Whisperer podcast and it is my great pleasure uh, to bring to you another awesome episode. We have two lovely guests on with us today. Like me, both have come into the auto aftermarket to assist in the operation of their husband's auto repair shop. So I'd like to introduce you to Ange Wall from Accelerate Automotive near Brisbane, and to Adele Goodwin of Ipswich City Mechanical, uh, obviously in Ipswich. Both in Queensland. So, hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, Mary. I'm great, thank you. Why don't we start with you, Adele. Why don't you tell us what you were doing before you came into uh, the business with your husband, Brooke?
2: I actually was, I had some dealership background. So, working in the service department and in sales. And so, had a very, had a good experience across uh, the board in regards to motoring industry, I guess you could say. So, um, the reason I came into the business was after I think maybe it was about five, four or five years of Brooke doing it alone with uh, one or two other mechanics and several casual receptionists along the way. Is we needed somebody in the office full time, and it was kind of a bit of a, it was a bit scary, but it was a bit of a no brainer to have me there, to be able to release him from the office into the workshop and have some organisation which in turn helped us to grow our business.
1: Fairly standard for the reason why you came in, but uh, you're a bit exceptional in the experience that you bought into the business. What about for you, Ange? What were you doing uh, before you came in to Accelerate? Um, I was actually working in the state government. I was a contracts manager in an IT department
2: and I managed all the IT contracts across three government departments for about 5 years prior to coming into the workshop. We ran it as a mobile business from home initially and so Alan was, you know, able to sort of run the business autonomously and I would just do a little administrative tasks for him. When he decided to expand into a workshop with his close friends, I figured I oh, take some time from my everyday job and just give them a hand setting up the business but 12 years later I'm still here because who better to work for than yourself or your husband and your family when you know you can um, probably provide the best service as opposed to any other employee
1: because you're just invested in your business I guess so
2: yeah to the least here I am still smiling
1: 12 years later. <laughs> my story is a very similar situation. You know, I'd run businesses alongside of my ex-husband before I came into the workshop to, to work full-time uh, in customer service and reception. I had a personal training business prior to coming in, and but it always worked in some kind of sales and marketing uh, or mentoring. So the need that I saw was that my ex-husband was struggling to ensure that productivity was where it should be, as well as look after the operating side of the business. So, customer service, invoicing, uh, making sure the numbers were where they needed to be. Adele, what did you discover when you came into the business? Was it worse than you
2: thought? What I would not want to say it was worse than I thought. Even though I was still working outside of the business before I joined full time, uh, I was still quite involved in a lot of the behind the scenes bits and pieces. So I had a a fair idea of what I was sort of stepping into, but knew that there was a lot that I had to do in order to get it to a level of organisation to be able to run as smooth as it should do and to keep work flowing through uh, rather than a lot of stop start kind of stuff looked at it as a bit of a challenge for myself. Uh, I didn't really think of it as like a daunting task, more of a, an exciting challenge. And as Ange said, like to work for yourself, I was actually quite excited to step in there and do it. But there was, yeah, there was a lot of procedures and policies and stuff that had to be set up um, in order to get it to where we are today.
1: Ange, what about
2: for mm-hmm. you? Well, it was a big learning curve for me in a way. Like I had my management experience. I had administrative experience, but I wasn't fortunate like Adele to have that dealership or that service advisor kind of experience. When we progressed to that expansion of a workshop, it was really starting from scratch, but the gaps were filled with some of the knowledge that the two owners could share with me. They could fill some of the gaps that I needed, but I brought so much administrative experience that the three of us together as a team sort of just nutted it out day by day because we started small and just evolved over time as we grew and we learned about running a business, what we needed to know. Um, Our businesses expanded over time. So I was lucky enough to start from a bare bone shell of a business and just sort of day-by-day added in the systems that were needed to have a successful workshop. But I had the opportunity to listen to what my customers were asking for as well to direct the business in the right direction.
0: Thanks for tuning in to tune up your auto repair shop with Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast.
1: So let's fast forward uh, a couple of years. You've both been in your own auto repair business with your husband, left your corporate job, so to speak. What issues, if any, did you come across amongst the working relationship between yourself and your husband? Um, yeah, definitely. It was a, it did put, to start with, it uh, for Brooke and I, it did probably put
2: quite a bit of strain, um, on our relationship because we're all of a sudden we're, we're seeing each other 24-7 at home and at work and obviously trying to keep work and home separate. I feel like obviously through that we, we had to, we grew as a, a couple to learn to leave home things at home and work things at work doesn't always happen even to this day but uh we you know we've, we've got to work probably a little bit harder at our relationship because we are together a, you know a lot of our lives in home and at work as well so the real challenge is working together as a team rather than um probably something that I had to do is Uh, be able to, you know, take Brooke's opinion on board rather than coming in and taking control, but then realising that, you know, there were areas that Brooke was, not that I want to say lacking in, um, but needed probably more experience or even um, some guidance on um, that, you know, I felt we could help him with to grow as as a, not only as a mechanic, as a business owner.
1: I think one of the things that I hear over and over again is the mechanic owner almost speaks down of themselves when it comes to being a business manager. You know, they say, I'm just a mechanic, I I don't understand this, or I don't know how to do this. And this is really where a lot of wives who come into the business can either compliment or give them the confidence that it can be worked through together. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent, you know, they're, 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 they're mechanics.
2: Uh, and the reason why most people, most mechanics start their own businesses because, you know, they, they want to do things, uh, you know, either better or their way. Um, they've had no business um, experience or business training or there is really nothing out there that will help you to, you know, to transition into that. A lot of them just jumping headfirst going, yeah, we can do it. And not realising how much it is involved, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess even for myself, even being in the industry, um, you know, we did a lot of stuff on the fly. You know, learning as we went, making a lot of mistakes, um, you know, and then realising that there is a lot of stuff that we have to train ourselves on, or try and find information to be able to grow the business, or even continue to learn ourselves or to keep the business open. Really, and Ange. For you? I remember when when I took the leap to join the business, a lot of people were saying, were were really um, negative and were saying, oh, my God, you're going to work with your husband? You're going to be with him 24-7? Like, are you sure? Like, no, I couldn't work with my husband, blah, 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 blah. And it gave me a little bit of hesitation, but initially in the beginning it was a learning curve, but it was a, a learning curve in so many ways because we were learning how to run a business, We were learning eventually how to manage a team, uh, learning how to deal with customers, new systems and processes. So there was some tense times, but for multiple reasons. But it it does have an impact on your relationship and a strain, like Adele said, because you're overwhelmed with basically running a business. But over time, um, working on taking time to have your relationship. Learning that when you close the doors and shut the gates each afternoon, that work is done for the day and it's now time for us to be a couple or as a family when our kids were younger. But it's a real skill in itself and it takes a bit of time and it takes a lot of work. But if you have good communication and clear roles within your business... I think any couple could do this quite easily.
1: Really important, that last part that you said there, Ange, about having clear roles. It reminds me that uh, I discover quite often uh, when I start working with new clients in the engine room, in my perception, the role of financial administrator is often unfairly solely on the shoulders of the lady. And in my case, I even found that I was doing that back in our workshop because I thought that it was one way of reducing one lot of stress off my ex-husband was if I took care of the finances. However, sometimes, especially in the early days, the weight that that put on my shoulders to ensure that I had everything sorted out financially was enormous. Have you experienced similar uh, at any time?
2: Totally relate to exactly what you said right then, of feeling the, not so much the burden, but the pressure, the responsibility to make sure there's food on the table. It felt like it was all my responsibility. And I took that on for probably far too long before I saw help to realize that it's a team responsibility. Mm. But since discovering that and sharing the understanding that I had of the numbers, my husband understands the numbers within our business. I wish I had done it from the beginning. I wish I knew the importance of sharing that load in the beginning because now that it's shared, we're on board with the same things and we're working towards the same goals. Therefore, the pressure of running the business is less. Therefore, our, our personal relationship is even better. What about for you, Adele? Yeah, I mean, Anne, she's took the words right out of my mouth. Um, exactly what she just said is exactly, um, how, you know, what book of I experienced as well? Um, you know, I, I felt that I didn't want to burden him with, you know, with that kind of stuff because, you know, he didn't feel comfortable, didn't really want to know anything about it. So it was just, a, I'll just take it on my shoulders and it is a huge burden to take it on. And obviously in learning that, I oh, I just feel like I'm repeating what Anne said. It is a, It is a team thing, um, not just between husband and wife, but within the team that you have in the workshop. But it's something that, you know, we're all responsible for and that we all should be sharing an equal load moving forward.
0: Want more tips to help your auto repair shop grow? Join our Facebook group under the hood with The Workshop Whisperer.
1: I wonder, because obviously if, you know, you guys are listening to this uh, that... Don't have a partner that's um, you know in a position to come into the business. It's pretty hard for you to just go and hire a wife. <laughs> However, <laughs> what we can do is replicate the the roles that the wives uh, do traditionally uh, take on in the business through effective hiring. So, in replacing yourselves in the business, what are the key functions that make your role and ultimately the business a success.
2: Number one um, would have to be communication. I would even say a level of organisation across the board to make sure that you know that you the tasks that need to be done uh, are re, uh, not regulated, but they they they're there to make sure that they are being done. and then communicating that to your partner or to the business owner. um, You know, effectively you're hiring somebody for that position across the team as well. I think with a lot of things in businesses, um, if you don't have effective communication, is where you're going to have a massive downfall. What about you, Ange? I completely agree with Adele in regards to communication. That really is key. And over this journey, for me, you know, in many ways I've learnt that communication is, is key and from opening up and being so much more open and communicative with the team has just been it's played a massive part in our business growth. But when you're looking for someone to do this role, you you're looking for someone that's also great with sort of detail organization, like Adele said, very proactive person, someone who's open to change, open to new technologies Open to new, um, just new industry changes, um, is vital in that role. And as someone who can relate to your customers, is but it, relationship building um, is so critical these days. I think any good business, if you've got great relationships and good communication, um, your customers will keep coming back because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that difference.
1: And for our other female uh, listeners out there who are already in the business and experiencing some of the things that we've talked about today, you know, the the weight of the financial pressure or feeling like you should be doing the things to relieve stress from your husband, what's your number one piece of advice for them?
2: Whatever it is that you are not sure of or don't understand, you need to reach out and you need to be, Make sure that you are understanding. I speak from experience. When you don't understand, you know, specifically your numbers can lead to uh, a, a massive heavy burden across the board. So reaching out, speaking to people in the industry, getting help, a coach as in like yourself, Rachel. I know that, you know, Brooke and I uh, and our business, we wouldn't be where we are today without the assistance of you Our uh, being our coach and helping us through Everything that we need to go through is part of the business and learning along the way. You know, reach out, don't be afraid. You're not you haven't failed. Um, if anything, you're succeeding in learning more uh, and growing.
1: Well, thank you very much for your kind words, Adele. But I think the key there well, is just put your hand up and ask, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And Ange?
2: Not being afraid to tell your husband that you are struggling or you wanna make changes, even if you know initially they mightn't be on board because it's outside their comfort zone or it's outside their level of understanding. Just work together, make time regularly to just chat on the business with one another and express how you feel. And eventually, if you can demonstrate why you need to make the changes you need or why you need the help you need, they'll eventually come on board. But don't be... Um, Disheartened to have that conversation with them because sometimes it's not that they don't want to change or want to help you, they just don't know how. So, just forming that partnership with one another and making that time to talk to one another, even if it's only 10 minutes once a week and that's all you're doing is sitting down together and talking about the business, can make such a massive impact because. As a woman, you feel like you've taken on everything and you, you shouldn't ask for help. Sometimes your husband just doesn't know how to help you, but if you're working on it together, it will just help you tenfold going forward because keeping things bottled up isn't healthy and it really is holding you back from achieving your true goals really within your business.
1: What we want to achieve by working together is obviously a greater outcome uh, than if we, you know, just have our husband slogging it out alone. It really can be a success. I think that's the thing that uh, we need to remind everybody of. Um, It doesn't have to be as hard as what you may be feeling it is right now. Like uh, both the ladies have said, it's so important to put your hand up and just ask for help. Help can come in many forms. It may be something as simple as, you know, downloading a copy of my book or maybe we'll jump on the phone and have a chat. But uh, if you're in one of these husband-wife relationships uh, inside the business and your dynamic's not working for you, I do encourage that you do reach out. We're here to help and we've got a great community of like-minded auto repair shop owners around us like the lovely Adele and Ange who have joined us today that will support you as well. So I'd like to thank you so much ladies uh, for joining us on Whispering Loudly. Thanks for having me because it's nice to be able to share our story now and then and when you get asked those questions
2: it's a nice reflection to look back and see how far we have come within our businesses.
1: And thanks Adele.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And exactly as Anne said, it's um, it's amazing to see when we do look back you know, how far we have come, and uh, how far we have grown. We don't have to make it difficult at all. It
1: can be a lot of fun, really. Make sure you send in your questions or your thoughts on what your biggest issues are in your auto repair shop to admin at workshopwhisperer.com. And on our next Workshop Whispers episode, uh, which is where we answer your questions. Your question may be featured. Thanks for listening in today. We look forward to bringing you another Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast next week.
0: Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Platinum Sponsor Podium, Titanium Sponsor Mechanic Desk and Diamond Sponsor and